hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I'm here to talk about unlocking your joy in motherhood. I just got back from a whirlwind convention for MomCon for Mops, and it was in Nashville. It was so much fun. It was just amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. For anyone who hasn't heard of Mops, it is an organization that helps moms. And I know when my kids were really little, I felt kind of alone. I think a lot of moms do. You can easily just feel alone with the same routine, naps, bedtime, morning time, meals, same play things. You kind of are on a schedule, especially when you have really little ones that are nursing. And so I just started to feel hemmed in. Like we couldn't leave the house. We couldn't go anywhere because I was just stuck with this routine. I knew if I didn't get out by 10 o'clock, we weren't going to leave the house at all that day because then the youngest one had to, or one of them had to feed at 11 and then the other two had to eat at 12 and then by that time it would be one and then it would be a couple hours and then it would be nap time. So I knew if we didn't get out of the house by that time in the morning, we were done for. And I just constantly felt this need for community, this need for meeting other people. I felt stuck in my home just with my kids, which I love, but day after day after day after day after day, I just needed something to look forward to and something to take a deep breath. And so Mops was that for me, just when I was feeling a little lonely and depressed and just needed a community. This was an amazing transformational change that I found. So Mops is mothers of of preschoolers and they have mops groups all over so they're all over the US and some are even international all you need to do is get on their website mops.com and you can find out probably by just putting in your zip code where the nearest mops group is and I have to say it's a little scary to walk into a room full of women who you don't know and a community you don't know but they are so loving and so encouraging and so amazing. I would just look forward to Fridays every day. 
every day of the week. I was like, it's an almost Friday. It's an almost Friday because I knew all I had to do on Friday morning was get my kiddos ready. I could dress up a little if I wanted and load everybody into the car. We'd get to mops and I knew that people were caring for me. I knew I could drop off my kids at the little child center that they had right there. It was at a church and they had childcare right next door, like within one of the other classrooms. So I knew my kids were well taken care of. They were just fine. They would come and get me if they need anything. If I was nursing one of them, I knew I could just bring them into the main meeting, nurse them and then go put them back to go play. It was just so freeing to be able to sit down with a group of women and take a deep breath. They would have brunch. So you as a mom got to sit down for a solid two hours, be kid free. You got food, hot food, which was incredible. I'd usually eat brunch and then I wouldn't eat again until like the afternoon or eat a snack or I didn't have time for lunch. So I didn't end up eating lunch either. But it was this amazing community where you could come together. You heard speakers that were applicable to what you were going through. You got to connect with your table, with the moms at your table. You got to plan things to go out. It was just like a built-in community where if you needed somebody to give you a hug, if you needed to cry on somebody's shoulder, if you needed to ask advice for what your kids were going through or what you were going through, there was surely another mom who could help you or one that had been there before. And so it was just an amazing, amazing community. So I can't say enough about mops. They, as I said, are all over the U.S. and internationally. So when I got the chance to go to MomCon, which is a gathering of all the moms from Mops, you have the option. You don't have to go, but it's kind of like a big conference of all of the Mops groups. So it has all the main leaders from the Mops organization, and it is so fun. I had never been, and I thought, well, this is like a lot of money to spend on an airplane ticket and a hotel for myself. And I don't know anybody. I kind of knew a few people, but not really. So it was a little bit shocking and I had to be a little brave. But once again, I was just overcome with how amazing this weekend was. It was like a girl's weekend away plus like the best worship music you've ever heard, plus speakers that really spoke into the space where you were. You were able to be filled, to feel refreshed, to feel refueled, and just to go back home to have your tank super full so you could pour out onto your family, pour out into your community, and love one another. Super, super incredible time just to hear words from those speakers and dance with the Christian artists and dance with the other moms that were hanging out around you and attending seminars. They even had a little marketplace downstairs where you could check out fun books and jewelry and all kinds of amazing things. So it was just an incredible time to meet lots of new friends, to laugh and dance. And then in the evening, we'd go down to downtown Nashville and go dance and go to maybe some country concerts. We took in a couple concerts while we were there. And it's just so fun staying in this beautiful, luxurious hotel 
with a spa and with nightlife without your kids, just your closest mom friends. <laughs> it was super amazing. Does that sound like something you might need? Maybe a little too good to be true. I am super excited. So next year, MomCon is supposed to be in San Diego, which I cannot wait because we live in Northern California. And so it's only a hop, skip and a jump onto an airplane and off we go. So super, super fun. Anyways, I had so much fun there. I felt like I took in a lot of wisdom from the things that the speakers were saying. So I really wanted to share six of my favorite speakers and just what they had to share in a nutshell that might be able to help you or speak to where you are right now. And so that is our plan. Hopefully this will spark a little bit of joy in your day. And as you take this wisdom to heart, I really pray that you would reflect on it and really think about these words. One of the speakers, the very first one was Bob Goff. He is incredible. He is a lawyer from San Diego and has an incredible heart from God. And he is just an incredible speaker. He's written many books and he is amazing. He was talking to us about how Satan wants to distract you. He doesn't want to destroy you. He wants to distract you. And that many of us are distracted because we spend weird amounts of time on small things or worrying about small things like jealousy or comparison or how you're going to do something or just those weird small things that we end up spending an inordinate amount of time on the mentally, physically, through our energy. So he challenged us to keep the big things like obedience, faith, love, to keep those big things big and to keep the small things small. Just don't sweat those small things. Don't get worn out and don't lose focus because God wants to use you and Satan wants to distract you. So put away those distractions of those little things. Don't make them any bigger than they need to be, but to focus on the big things. Carlos Whitaker spoke about how to have life to the full, not the half, not the quarter full, but the full. He talked about if you want to have life to the full, to enter rest and to slow down. How Moses had to tell the Israelites to stand still when they were stuck between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army. He told them to stand still and God will take care of it. God will open up a way. Number two, Carlos was talking about to have life to the full, we need to enter war. The battle has already been won. We already know that Jesus never prayed the problem. He prayed the promise and that we as Christians need to pray the armor of God and put it on every day. Our help is in the natural and our hope is in the supernatural. We know that God has already won this battle for us. We know that he's already won and we need to put our hope and our strength in that. 
And number three, just to enter the wild. That is how we have life to the full. God is making all things new and he is able to meet us where we are. So do not give in to fear. Give in to God and let him use you. Let him grow you. Let him place you where he wants to place you. I just thought that was so incredible that we need to enter rest and stand still. We need to enter war and just pray. And we need to enter the wild and be open to how God is going to use us and where he's going to use us. Annie F. Downs, who is another amazing podcaster and has written a lot of incredible books. She talked about that the most important commandment was to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, strength, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. I think often as moms, we don't love ourselves enough. We love our neighbor, but we don't care for ourselves. So she was challenging us as moms that we are made on purpose and all things that we don't like about ourselves, that we need to just get over it because we were made on purpose. And if there's small little things like everybody has something, right, that you don't like, just get over it. Leave it as a small thing. The enemy is always whispering those negative thoughts over our shoulder at all times to us, to our family, to our kiddos. We just have to learn not to listen. We have to learn that we might still hear that whisper of the enemy, but that we don't need to listen to that, that we are consumed by God and that we do not have to jump into those negative thoughts. If we want to love others, as I said, we need to love ourselves better. Start by walking in the power of prayer and walking with God and giving the Lord no rest until he completes his work. Just to stand with God and know that he is completing work in you, that he is working all things together for good and that he has special plans for you. God can change anything. We just need to pray. We need to pray for our kids. We need to pray for our neighbors. We need to pray for us. We need to give everyone and everything to God to be a people who will pray and not give up and to cast all of our prayers on God because he hears us and he stands with us and he is working in us. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. The next speaker, number four, so we've talked about Bob Goff, Carlos Whitaker, Annie F. Downs, 
There's so many wonderful speakers. These are just some of the main speakers that I loved so much. Andy Stanley was incredible. He actually also came on with his wife later, Sandra, and they talked about what kind of influence do you want to have on your kids? What is the goal? The goal when you imagining yourself 10, 20 years from now as a parent, what is your goal? Is your goal to have kids that have a loving, strong relationship with God? Is it your goal to have kids who are super independent? His goal was to parent with the relationship in mind because his goal was to have children who he enjoyed being with and who enjoyed being with him long after they needed to be. So long after his kids were out of the house, he wanted them to be people that he enjoyed being around that were just amazing. And also he wanted their relationship to be so strong that they would love being around him, even when they were out of his house. I just thought he had so many good parenting tips and advice. He recommended the book, A Grown-Up's Guide, to Kids Wiring by Kathleen Coleman. It was just incredible. He talked about not giving up on influencing your kids, staying firm in your determination of how you want to influence them and what your goal you would like to be at the end of 10, 15 years when you release your kiddos. And to think about what is the most important thing that you are fighting for, keeping your relationship with them in mind. The greatest gift he said he and his wife could give to their kids was a healthy marriage and healthy relationship with them. And I would have to also advise a healthy relationship with God because he is really the one who is sustaining us. He continued to talk about how we need to train our children to choose what our goal is as a family, as parents, where we want our kids to go in 10 years, to name it, to be specific, to stick to it, to train it in our children, to model it for our children and to reward it. So many good things. He and his wife were talking about that dinner time is just the key for building relationships and for hearing from your kids, just to pay attention and to be present and to listen. I loved what he had to say about not freaking out. He said, your kids will become teenagers and they'll start sharing something that they did, maybe crazy, maybe jumping off something, maybe breaking their arm. And you have to just calmly take a deep breath and not freak out when they tell you things because then they're not going to want to tell you anything else after that. The four stages of parenting that they talked about was discipline. This is kind of ages one to five. So consequences for their action, disobedience, dishonesty, and disrespect. Number two is training. That's kind of age five to 12. That's where we are now with our kiddos. Explaining 
why, connecting their behavior to the world around them. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. Opening up their eyes to see not just them, not just their siblings, but kind of a broader horizon of friends and families and society and church. Number three was coaching. This phase I'm a little worried about. (laughs) It's ages 12 to 18. This one is just about connecting more than we are correcting. Just connecting with our kiddos, allowing them to go through natural consequences and moving from let me show you how to do this to let me help. Number four, he was saying it's the friendship stage. That's age 18 till forever. And he mentioned, do not fast forward the friendship years. Just enjoy them. So I was amazed that they broke it down in those steps of the disciplining years, one through five, training your kids, five through 12, coaching them, 12 through 18, and friendship, 18 and onward. Wow, that gives me such a good outline of where am I and where am I going? The last little bit of information that I wanted to share of their wisdom nuggets, shall we say, was just to have conversations over the dinner table, as I said, to model quiet time, to encourage it, to model it, to make it easy, to have prayer time and make that simple, whether it's okay, we all gather on the stairs tonight and just hang out and pray Or we all gather in our house, we gather on the futon, which is upstairs. And my husband reads a book and he reads the Bible every night. And then we usually just pray. Sometimes we pray right there with all of our kids if we want to hurry and it's late and we want to just get them to bed. Or we have them all then hop in their beds and then we pray with them right before they go to sleep. And it's just such a special, unique time. I think that's really incredible just to be able to give your kids nothing to rebel against in the area of faith, to grow up and follow Jesus and have a dynamic relationship with God, be able to talk through difficult things, be able to listen to your kiddos and what are their concerns about their faith, I think is just huge to open that up. The times that you'll be able to connect most are when you sit down and you just listen, whether that be the dinner table, whether that be a good night prayer before bedtime, whether that be in the car on the way to and from school where you are listening and able to hear into their lives and what they're struggling with, what they're dealing with, and just pour into their lives and love on them. Number five. We have Amy Witherly. She was incredible. She talked about friendship and community, which is what we all need, right? She talked about being busy, that we just need to slow down and take time to connect. We are social creatures and we definitely need people which I think a lot of us have found over this COVID season of we need communities, we need people, whether that be online, whether that be together, wherever it is, we need people. That's how God has created us. She's telling us to take the time and build lasting connections, just to take time and connect with people. 
Also, she was challenging the moms that fear does not have a hold on us, that we need to heal and move on, that we are not built with a sense of fear, that God has built us with a sense of strength. Number four, she talked about conversations. If you can't say it to your face, don't say it. Understand and listen to one another. This is huge because I think a lot of times gossip can run rampant or even things that we don't mean as gossip can be taken that way. So anything that you feel uncomfortable or weird, if something was said to this other person to their face, I think that's just huge to take out, to reframe and to just imagine that that person you're talking about is standing right next to you. And number five distractions. We are so distracted by social media and we need to live in the present. God gave us these amazing connections with people that point back to him of how he has made us and he has put his image in each of us and he has created each of us uniquely and differently. And I think it's just a joy to be able to get to know so many amazing people. And you may not share their same story. You may come from a different background, but just to know that God has created all of us unique and that we all have something to bring to the table. Our last host who talked was incredible. Her name is Mandy Arioto, and she talked about loving others. She's actually the CEO of Mops. And so it was so fun to hear her talk about where we are, if we're loving God with all of our heart, our mind, and our strength, and our soul, and where is your brother? Just to love others. That includes like making our kids feel amazing, maybe when we pick them up from school. I know sometimes it's hard. We might be tired or thinking of other things or trying to figure out what we're going to cook for dinner. And to be reminded that you haven't seen them all day and that this is a super special time. So just give your kiddos a big hug when you get them from school. Maybe take them out to go get frozen yogurt or a special treat after school every once in a while. Not just on Fridays, but I like to do it every once in a while when my kids are least expecting it. Sometimes when they've had a bad day, but also just, hey, let's go get some frozen yogurt. And I love to surprise them with that and to make a fuss over them. We have so much influence on our kids throughout the day and our words are so powerful. They have the potential to tear down and the potential to heal. So we as moms are the ones who hold things together and the ones who mend the family. We are the glue. So our task as moms is just to do the small everyday things that are so important and that hold our family together. It's recognizing those small, amazing successes to give our kids lots of hugs, to encourage them when they've had hard days. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love just to love our kiddos and to love our families. 
Once again, our mistakes do not have to ruin our journey. We've all as moms made mistakes we might feel guilty about, but our mistakes do not get the last word. Our fears, our heartaches, our divisions, all those do not get the last word. Love gets the last word. Most of our life, especially as moms, happens in the ordinary moments, the moments of making lunches, giving hugs, remembering backpacks, filling up water bottles, tying shoes, grabbing socks, all those things that you do as a mom all day long, grabbing a snack, making sure that your kids are loved and cared for, that your husband is loved and cared for. The ordinary moments in life make the ordinary remarkable. God is definitely doing something new and you can step into it with joy and confidence because you as a mom are in such a special place. You are in that special spot where God has placed you. And sometimes I know it feels like the mundane, the routine of our normal day might just cause things to look, I think, a little less glitzy and a little more blah. But it's so important, especially as a mom, to realize you have so much power and so much influence. You are shaping your kiddos. And we're not going to do it perfectly. We're going to make mistakes as we go. All humans do. All moms do. We'll have mom guilt over things like not making things perfect. But we can use that. We can say, hey, I'm super sorry about this. I didn't mean to yell at you. We can use it as a teaching time, but more importantly, we can make the ordinary things of each day super extraordinary. So I challenge you with this huge wealth of information. I know this has been like a fire hose of information, but just to take a little bit of time to mentally chew and reflect on some of the information that I've given you here, some of my takeaways from the speakers, and just to take them to heart. My prayer is that God would use something that I have said to speak into your hearts today and just to encourage you in your role as a mom. Now go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!